Welcome to the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm your host, Shanna Fold, and I'm here to get you caught up quickly. I've got some top news stories for you today from Israel, and guess what? You're listening, so you're already on top of your game. Survive and thrive, people. Knowledge is the best weapon. Today is Wednesday, December 29th, 2021 in the Gregorian calendar and the 25th of Tevet, 5782 in the Hebrew calendar. Now, let's get to the news. I want to start out this broadcast by saying there are rumors that the quarantine is going to be lifted for dual citizens who need to enter and leave Israel for work-related purposes. The rumors are not confirmed, and I hate to do not confirm stories, but the Israeli community is buzzing about this topic, and it affects me directly since I'm a dual citizen and will be returning from the United States soon. The U.S. is on the red list of countries that Israelis cannot enter. And of course, if you're already here, as I am, you've got to quarantine one week when you get back, and that's only if you get two negative COVID results. So it's even more time if you choose not to test yourself, or of course, if you test positive for COVID-19. It looks like a decision to allow close family with a special exemption into Israel from red countries will also take effect as well as people who are working between countries. So this is going to positively affect individuals who want to enter Israel and cannot, especially if they're coming from a country on the red list. I will update you here on this podcast tomorrow. I was receiving calls about it from my Israeli friends and colleagues. So though there's no official word, we are checking, and I will give you the official update tomorrow right here on the Israel Daily News podcast. A man in the central Arab Israeli city of Kafar Qasim narrowly escaped a suspected assassination attempt on Tuesday. Police have launched an investigation into the explosion. Sources believe that the driver was the target of an Arab gang assassination following escalating violence between rival gangs in Tira and Jaljulia. In recent weeks, tit for tat attacks have left one person dead and three others wounded. The suspected target, a 30-year-old resident of Jaljulia, stopped his vehicle in the middle of the road before sensing something and jumped out of the car before it exploded. The attack follows a string of similar incidents suspected of gang-related assassination attempts. Last week, a car explosion left a woman dead and two other people injured in the city of Ramle. Very lucky that this 30-year-old felt something was off and jumped out of the car. That is really remarkable. Foreign Minister Yair Lapid announced that Ron Prosor, the former ambassador to the United Nations and the United Kingdom, will serve as Israel's ambassador to Germany. Lapid says Prosor's appointment symbolizes the importance of Israel-Germany relations and the continued strengthening of cooperation with the new government in Berlin. Prosor says his appointment feels like the closing of a circle as his father was born in Germany. Prosor also previously served as director general of the foreign ministry to Washington and helped build Israeli relations with the former East German states. 
In addition to his appointment, the foreign ministry also appointed Edith Rosenzweig as ambassador to Belgium, Liron Zelensky as consul general in Dubai, Tamar Ziv as ambassador to Kosovo, Avi Nier as ambassador to Norway, Yaron Meir as ambassador to Vietnam, Gali Dagan as ambassador to Colombia, and Ruven Azar as ambassador to Romania. Defense Minister Benny Gantz announces a series of actions Israel is going to take to help maintain the indebted Palestinian Authority and alleviate pressure on day-to-day Palestinian life as well. On Tuesday night, PA President Mahmoud Abbas and Benny Gantz met in Gantz's home near Tel Aviv to discuss the measures. The meeting between the Palestinian president and senior Israeli official is the first of its kind in more than a decade. Israel pledged a $32.2 million loan from tax revenue that Israel collects on Ramallah's behalf. Israel is attempting to reduce the PA's budget deficit as foreign aid dwindles. Israel will also move to legalize the status of 9,500 Palestinian and foreign workers living in the Palestinian territories. Israel suspects that tens of thousands of employees are working in the West Bank and Gaza without proper documentation. Israel will also grant several Palestinian government officials VIP passes to cross Israeli checkpoints, easing up their daily routines. Plus, 1,000 Palestinian business people are set to receive commercial passes, which should allow them smoother business dealings. If you are getting caught up on your Israel Daily News, we'd like you to consider sending over a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash Israel Daily News slash support. The financial support that we get from subscribers helps us maintain our show and it helps us continue to grow and reach new audiences. Subscribers will get a handwritten thank you note and a little poem that I write myself to let you know how thrilled we are to have your support. One of my listeners reached out to me today and let me know that he received a card from us. He said that he loved our poem. Thank you to Eyal Liani for supporting us. Thank you all for your interest in Israeli affairs, Israeli politics, or world politics. We have one central link in the show notes. You can click on that and it'll take you to a page where you can make a contribution and feel good knowing that you're supporting independent journalism so check us out you can also support us by leaving us a review on apple podcasts number two you can share this show with some of your friends number three you can follow us on facebook and twitter at israeldaily.news as well as israel podcast on twitter you can also follow my personal account at shanna fold that's s-h-a-n-n-a-f-u-l-d i received some notes from listeners today on instagram telling me that they're listening to me from london it really warmed my heart i was super i'm always happy to receive notes it really encourages me so if you're listening to this send me a message it really keeps me moving The Media Line, which is a news agency I used to work for in Jerusalem, actually, has a great story out today about a three-day music festival, a first of its kind, we have to mention, of classical music in Nazareth that they put on for the holiday of Christmas. And guess what? It was a piece of collaboration because musicians were both Jews and Arab. That was the whole idea. Nabil Ashkar is the executive director of the organization called Polyphony, 
And he says that the vision of the association is to break down barriers between the Arab and Jewish sectors in Israel. He says there's no better way to do it than with a festival around Christmas time with liturgical music and wonderful celebrations. It started Thursday night and ran throughout the holiday weekend. It celebrated 250 years of of Beethoven, and they played many of his famous symphonies. The three-day event was entirely sold out. All right. Well, that is it for today's show. Today is Wednesday, December 29th, 2021. Tel Aviv has a low of 11 degrees Celsius and a high of 16 degrees. That's 51 degrees Fahrenheit for the low, going up to 60 degrees for the high. Subscribe to the Israel Daily News podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. We are everywhere. Don't forget to sign up to our Israel Weekly News Wrap. It's a newsletter with the top five stories coming out of Israel from throughout the week. It went out this morning. Thanks to Alex Schloss for today's news stories and Michelle Milner for her social media work. I'll send you off today with a song called Cheery Beam by Erica Crawl. She is working on lots of stuff. You should follow her on Instagram, Erica Crawl, with a K in each first and her last name. Have a great and productive day.